Hi, this is Mark Raven. Welcome to Lean Blog Audio, episode 209. This is a post from May 17th, 2017, titled, A Prototype for My Two-Bin Hand Sanitizer Concept. Now, this post is a little bit more visual than most. There are some fo- There's a photo and a video, so I'd encourage you to go to leanblog.org slash audio 209 uh, when you get the chance. But I hope this uh, provides some food for thought if you are walking or driving or doing something while you're listening, not in front of a computer. So back in 2015, my frustration over finding so many uh, empty hand sanitizer dispensers in my hospital visits led to me writing a blog post where I brainstormed the idea of a two-bin system for dispensers. And I've linked to that original blog post, again, if you go to leanblog.org slash audio 209. Since two-bin Kanban systems are a simple yet effective method for making sure hospitals don't run out of supplies in other settings. Um, I wrote uh, in the past a blog post that shared a video uh, from St. Clair Hospital in Pennsylvania about how their two-bin system works. Kanban systems with bins or without are also effective in the veterinary medicine setting, as my friend Chip Ponsford, a doctor of veterinary medicine, blogged about um, just the other day at leanvets.com, and I've included a photo uh, in the post of a clinic he worked with. And back when I wrote my blog post about the concept of a two-bin system for gel or foam sanitizer, I offered to let any company run with the idea. Um, I have no really interest in owning the concept. My interest is in solving this problem of um, hand sanitizer availability for the purposes of solving or or at least reducing the rate of infections in hospitals. So I finally got some interest uh, from Spencer Fullerton from a company called Maxpert Medical, which makes a number of products, including different devices that create visual signals for when the restock supplies such as what they call a bin flag stock indicator that attaches to the front of a supply bin. So I think that's clever, although I would generally challenge a team uh, to first try creating visual signal that doesn't require somebody to manually move a slider over as would be necessary with the Maxpert medical product. Two bin combine systems are great in this regard because an empty bin is a simple automatic binary signal that says it's time to replenish something. So Spencer and I traded emails, which led to Spencer creating a mock-up and a prototype of such a device, a two-bin system for hand sanitizer, and asked him to write about it. So here's what he wrote in what is essentially a guest blog post, which he titled, Two-Bin System for Hand Sanitizer Dispensers, Anyone? So Spencer writes, Common and Annoying. Those two words describe what happens when you walk into a medical center and go to the hand sanitizer dispenser on the wall to follow proper hand hygiene, and then lo and behold, nothing comes out of the dispenser. Yes, it's empty. It happens all too often, making it common, and it is annoying because the purpose of having dispensers strategically placed is to follow precautions and ensure clean hands. With emphasis on infection prevention and hand washing being a key factor, it would make sense to always have hand sanitizer available when needed. Employees in some facilities rely heavily on sanitizer dispensers as they come and go through different areas and in and out of patient rooms. With hand hygiene compliance being a key factor in any infection prevention program, it is critical that employees have hand sanitizer available when needed. Otherwise, they might skip this step because they have tried the dispenser to find it empty and do not have the time to go to another area to sanitize their hands. 
Visitors are also affected. There are many signs and stations around the hospital encouraging them to use hand sanitizer from one of the many dispensers, especially during flu season. Again, when the dispenser is empty, the rate of compliance goes way down because people might not search for the next one and decide it's okay to not sanitize their hands. So what to do? There are some really good systems in hospitals for ensuring supplies are available for patient care when needed. One highly effective system is a two-bin supply system in which items are consistently stocked from the back using the first-in, first-out, or FIFO approach. When the first bin runs out, the employee who uses the last item places the empty bin in a common area. Then the label on that bin is scanned the same day, activating a new order of supplies that will fill up that bin. While the team waits for the new supplies to arrive, there's still another full bin on the shelf. It's been there waiting behind the previous bin, and it's ready for the next employee who walks in. When the new supplies arrive, they're placed in the empty bin, and the bin is filled with new supplies, is then stocked behind the current bin. With such a system, the supplies are available when needed. This helps make the organization's employees have trust in the system that gives them what they need when they need it. So what if the two-bin approach was used for hand sanitizer dispensers? Imagine for a moment a small cabinet system in which two dispensers were mounted side by side, one active and one reserve. The reserve would have a sliding door covering it so the active dispenser would be used until out of sanitizer. Once the active hand sanitizer dispenser has been depleted, you'd simply slide the door across to access the reserve dispenser, leaving the first dispenser ready to be replaced with new stock. Even better is that when you slide the door to access the reserve stock, a trip flag turns from green to red, indicating that reorder is necessary as pictured below in this concept mockup. And again, you can see that by going to leanblog.org slash audio 209. Now, if you've activated the trip flag, each dispenser that is empty around the hospital is easily identified, yet they still have reserve supply to use. Once the appropriate personnel see the red flag and reorder, they'll trip the red flag to a yellow flag to alert everyone that the new sanitizer has been ordered. When the sanitizer refill is brought to the dispenser and it is ready for use again, the trip flag can be turned back to green, indicating all systems are good to use. And there's a video um, that Maxpert Medical created um, that again, I've put in the blog post. So Spencer uh, finishes up his writing by saying, so, common and annoying are words that can be removed from the conversation when speaking about hand sanitizer dispensers. This simple concept could not only eliminate aggravation, but support infection prevention practices that start with clean hands. As a company, we at Maxpert Medical feel we are in a position to solve challenges with creative products. We see that hand sanitizer availability is important in today's world, and we could potentially offer a solution if users feel like it is a big enough challenge that calls for a solution. We wish to share with hospitals and other medical facilities that we have simple products that will aid in their process improvements and goals towards lean healthcare. Maxpert would be interested in providing a product solution for the market. Our interest would be a cabinet and indicator flag system. So my thoughts here, what do you think of this concept? Would you consider using a two-bin approach to hand sanitizer in your hospital? Now, the tweak I would make from what's shown in the video above is that I would follow this process. One, if the left dispenser is empty, slide the cover uh, to expose the right dispenser, which is full. Flip the indicator to be red, meaning it needs to be filled. 
Three, within a daily cycle, materials management or supply chain would see the red and either one, refill it immediately and move the indicator green if they're roaming with canisters, or two, signal that it needs refilling and move the indicator to yellow, meaning it's on order, and then refill it during the next delivery cycle. And then step four, when the empty is refilled, keep using the active dispenser until it's empty and then slide the door over to cover the empty one, exposing the full container and continuing this process. Now, if you don't think this approach would work, do you have other solutions to this problem that you'd share with fellow readers? So because uh, I posted this um, on, on the 17th, I've had some discussion on LinkedIn and on the blog. So I'm gonna share a few of those comments because I think it helps flesh out the idea and, and some of the possible barriers that we would have to address. So Ivan commented on LinkedIn, great Kanban that really makes a difference in reducing nosocomial infections that can become the standard in all health centers. On my last visit to a Montreal hospital, I did test 11 dispensers out of which seven were empty. Simple but effective. Now, my reply, uh, I said, well, that's not surprising about the dispensers. I mean, right now, this prototype is just a hypothesis. I would love to help somebody design and test the process around something like this. Brock wrote, fantastic idea. As a healthcare life safety professional, I encounter this issue all too often. That being said, effectively doubling the number of alcohol-based dispensers would cause some life safety deficiencies. So I replied, I'm not sure how that causes a safety problem to have more sanitizer dispensers. Uh, is it fire risk? That seems trivial compared to the known number of infections. Trevor wrote, great idea, Mark Graben, an excellent post. The root cause of why your solution is necessary equals the maker of the dispensers have not successfully integrated effective visual controls that make it obvious when the dispenser is low or empty. A full canister looks just like an empty one. Dispenser maker challenge. Solve that problem and take over the market by setting the standard. Trevor continued, the dispensers that have a mechanism to dispense without physically touching them are inherently safer than those which require a physical push or pull. The surface of those levers, as you can imagine, contain millions of nasty particles from pre-washed hands, some of which can be immune to the effects of the alcohol-based solution contained within. So even when it's full, you could be walking away with more germs than you had before touching it. This effect is way worse when it's empty. So I replied, great point about the design of, this, of the dispenser or canister itself. Of the main styles I see out there, they do all look the same when full, empty, or half full. And that's a good point about the need for hands-free dispensers. You know, if it's good for soap in the bathroom, why not here? These are solvable problems. It's not curing cancer here. Now, Sonia on LinkedIn wrote, uh, from my understanding, there is a safety concern with the amount of alcohol in a specific square footage of space uh, as a fire hazard. That's why hospitals have to limit the number of gel dispensers in a given area and have to be strategic about placement to optimize limited space. So I say, okay, then hospitals need to find another way to keep the dispensers from being empty. The risk and actual, actual harm, I'll emphasize actual harm of infections, seems to far outweigh fire risk. If this were an actual discussion in a hospital, I'd ask somebody to point me to the exact regulation, which might vary from state to state, or as I learned, city to city, and might be misunderstood. So I've linked to one of these uh, fire code documents, and it asks, how close can the alcohol-based um, dispensers be next to each other? It says, dispensers shall be separated from each other by horizontal spacing of not less than 48 inches. 
Like, well, that seems to cause a problem here. Uh, what about putting them vertically above and below each other then? I don't know if that would be acceptable. But again, I think the challenge that matters is solving this problem. I'd love to hear what you think. Go to leanblog.org audio 209.